Hello. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. It is absolutely glorious to be back, let me tell you. It's glorious to have you back. How about that? It's lovely. It's just, it's just, it's just lovely. Um, <clears throat> Mateus, good to talk to you again, buddy. Uh, been a, been a, been a bit, but uh, yeah, really excited to uh, get back on this show. Shoot the breeze. Have a good time. A hundred percent. You know, I've been meaning to do this episode with a while, uh, with, with for a while now, and I figure I bring it on. You know, no bigger expert on the topic uh, than the man himself, Willie Ord, Mister Spima, Mister. Uh, Mr. Mr. Everything, you know, multiple hats, you know, leader, you know, mentor, teacher, sales god, apparently, Mr. Jordan Belford of the uh, furniture industry. Um, Will Yord's back, you know, we're talking uh, the recap of the Seattle, Seattle Kraken draft. Um, a lot of surprises, to say the least, um, and uh, a lot of things we've got to get into. Um and other than that, let's uh, let's start with Mr. Ord. What'd you think about the draft? Uh, sorry, but like, man, it was like so. It was like okay, the drafts. Okay, the draft was there, but like we knew already. We knew already. It, 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 it took the fun out of it um, compared to Vegas. You didn't know who, who was, who was going to be taken, but fair play to Seattle where they tried to make a good, they tried to make a good show. They tried to make it entertaining. And I thought they, and I thought they did. It was a aging production for that fan base, but you know, talk about a marketing nightmare for the NHL, like nightmare, really like, you're rev- and the whole night by revealing the picture from the angels. <clears throat> point of view, like, what the hell's this? What the hell's going on here? Are you kidding? Like, <clears throat> we real you're we're this was supposed to forget picks. Well, not some not some insight. <clears throat> it was a nightmare from that point of view, but you know, a bunch of surprises, a bunch of you know, interesting. To, uh, to the draft, but I, but I mean, you know, the drafts, the draft is, you know, is one to the story of uh, the Seattle Kraken puzzle. So, free agency uh, unfolds and Full crowd at, at uh, Climate Pledge Arena for more. Willie's back. No worries. Thing. Yeah, an interesting uh, uh, but uh, again, we'll see. No, and 100%. Um, my biggest issue was is 
you know, I was sitting at work and every five minutes I would get a Twitter notification about who they were going to take. And that kind of that's took, the, the, that, I that's took the frustrating. That's it the, took the fun. It took the fun out of everything for me. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I, that I knew um, what players were available and uh, exactly what Ron Francis and the Kraken were thinking. Um, but I would have liked to watch it and, you know, kind of be interesting. You know, I couldn't I tell you, you know, 80% of these players, I'm not going to lie to you, but I would have liked to be more engaged leading up to the draft. There, there, like, like there should be a, a, a rule for these expansion drafts. That's like, there should be a policy sent to the insiders that say, that says you do not, you do not reveal any of these selections. You do not reveal any of these selections. These are kept under lock and key. You do like, we don't, I don't give a, I don't, I don't give a damn what your sources are. If you know, if, if you, if you're, if you reveal them, then, you know, they're, they're, you know, fat fine coming your way, but you know, the NHL can't police the insiders because, you know, they, you know, they work for media companies and, you know, they're just doing their job, but, you know, uh, but, you know, at the same time, I just feel that, you know, maybe the NHL could have enacted a special, a special one-time policy where it's like, sorry, to protect the integrity of the show and to keep fans from tuning in because that's what the league needs needs more than ever now is for fans to tune in. Um, keep those, you have to keep those under lock and key. You're under oath to do that until we, un- until we announce the picks and, you know, and, and, you know, it's in like, just, just like the draft or like the lottery, like you don't, you don't know who they're going to pick until they, until they announce said pick. You don't know who's going to be in which lottery position until they have the ball, until they, until they drop the ball. Like they, like they, the NHL hires a company called Ernst and Young to protect those, those lottery selections. Like they should have done, I think they should, they probably could, they could have hired that company again um, for, for a similar, for a similar purpose. It's like, keep those under lock and key and only tell the, and only tell the players and that's, and that's it. And, I, and it could have made it way better. But I mean, to be to be fair, again, great job by the Seattle Kraken to incorporate unique aspects of Seattle into their brought into the broadcast, which you know, re- which really show, which really shows showed that um, that city's character and really an underrated city for prof- for for um, for professional sports, at least in North America. Um, I gotta ask you, right? I agree <laughs> with you in in the aspect. Not so much about the draft, right? Because the draft, you everybody kind of knows where they're going, right? Except a couple picks. Right. And, you know, NBA, a lot of the players know where they're going. <laughs> NFL, a lot of players know where they're going. NHL players know a lot of they're going. Now, there's a difference. Be- like, as a fan, right? You know what – you have a gist of what players are going where. Which right. is fine. That's what, like, the NFL – like, the, the draft is different to me. I think if you're expanding, I think you need to keep it as under wraps as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I, w- yeah. I won't agree with you. I won't agree with you for the draft just because the draft will always, those picks will always get leaked beforehand. No, that's, no, that, that's a fair, that's a fair, that's a fair point, actually. That's a fair point.
but what I will say, what I will say is this. If you're looking to expand a team, right, if the, NF- if the NHL looks to, you know, develop two more teams, you know, in maybe 10 years, they can't have a repeat of this. No. Not at all. Although I'm not saying the NHL will expand to two more teams, but I'm just saying if you're another league. Please, please yeah. Like, sorry, sorry, go ahead. I cut you off there. Sorry. No, no. So good. I'm just saying, like, if you're another league and you're looking at, you know, how do we go about expansion? The NHL is on a not a not the people you're looking at. Right. Also, if the NHL does ex- decide to expand again, which may be a long time, please God let it be Quebec. Please God let it be Quebec. I know the the Mo- Montreal has a stranglehold on um on on you know has some has some say in in you know what. In uh, in you know what they have, what influence they have in the in the Quebec region, which fair play, but man, what I wouldn't like, I'm a Leafs fan, but uh, as a hockey fan, I would love to see the Battle of Quebec come back to life with the expansion or relocated Quebec Nordiques. I don't care how you do it, bring it back, because that is the equivalent. Of Judgment Day in the province in the province in the province of Quebec, it would be bedlam, <clears throat> absolute bedlam. Go back to go back to the nineties, nineteen nineties. There were full on brawls at Nordique Canadian games, and 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 beside from, and aside from the brawls, it was great hockey too. It was great hockey, like. That's that you know. That's that that's that's you know. That's a city where it's like you know, what's not to like? But again, I I'm I'm not I'm I I'm not um, <clears throat> I'm not questioning the decision to expand to Seattle, uh, one one bit because uh, you may not know, but the Seattle actually had an NHL franchise um, in the early 1900s, um, and they won and um, that team. Politans won the Stanley Cup. I think they were the first American team to do to uh, to to do folded um, not long after the nineteen uh, nineteen Spanish flu. No little, and, history, little history lesson for you. Little history two P nine zero for you, Willie. Um, I think the time, you know, if there was a time to bring back the Nordiques, it'd be now. Um, but unfortunately, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen just because they gave Seattle a team. I think, like I said, maybe in 10 years, maybe in 10 years, they'll look at expanding again. Um, but you'd have to find another city that's ready for an NHL team. Like, would you look at bringing Quebec and Atlanta back? I I don't know. I mean, Atlanta, it's at the point where it's like, yeah, they can support a hockey team, but it's got to be minor pro at this point. Um, like, Quebec's the only city that pops out to me. Um, you know, if, if you're going the Pacific Northwest, um, Portland, Oregon could be, could, could, could be, could be, a, could be a spot. Um, they're, they've always been talked to Houston and stuff and, and stuff and, and, and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, Quebec's the, probably the, the clear cut city for expansion if they ever get to it in five, 10 years, but you know you have to look at it, and it's like, okay, 
well, we don't want uneven conferences. So do we add in another team? But again, that's, that's just, that's another, you know, argument for another day. Um, Now it's just focusing on getting the Seattle Kraken through is still an unpredictable and unpredictable sport business, sport business environment. We don't even know what the, what capacity restrictions are going to be. We don't know, you know, um, if it's, if, you know, we're going to, we're going to see every game experience be like Tampa's where it's just full house um, government restrictions are going to, are going to dictate that. So we'll see how Seattle is a fran- uh, uh, Seattle keep happening. Unbelievable. No, it's a thorough, it's a thorough Wi-Fi. Oh, way, way she goes, way she goes. But like I said, um, it's all about the Seattle Kraken being viable as a sports franchise, as a business. Um, the economy is still unpredictable, so um, the goal, the goal for them, is sure that they're you know they're profitable while ensuring that they're uh, go that they're uh, reaching out to every market segment possible. Um, to um, to make their franchise successful, which hopefully will get more people into the game. No, and I hundred percent agree with you. And I think Seattle has the right market. You know, look at the Mariners, look at the Sounders, um, the SuperSonics during one point. Seahawks, uh, Seattle Seahawks, another team. Um, they do have a WNBA team, if I'm not mistaken. Seattle, I think it's the Seattle Storm. Uh, a yeah. bunch of good players on there. Uh, Sue Super uh, Sue, Sue Bird, Bird is up there. Absolute legend, of, uh, absolute legend of the game. Um, absolute legend. I was gonna say, um, they have a good, they have a good history in terms of, um, mm-hmm. you know, music, sports, and culture. I think, you yep. know, the the attention is there. It's a good city to go to, um, especially it's in the West Coast, right? So it's a different West Coast city. It's not a glitz and glam city. It's a more laid back and, you know, relaxed environment. Um, but, you know, with all that aside, I think my biggest concern is what we're getting into right now is the roster that they picked. Um, you know, it's, one of the – it's interesting to say the least, and, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think – I think Tarasenko uh, deserves a little bit more respect. Uh, I could be wrong, though, will you? I mean, you know, it, it was – it was a – you know, the, a bunch of – bunch of the – let's – um, you know, we it's, it's like, oh, they're gonna finish last. Like, what do you know? We, we gotta step back and okay, well, you know, what you know, if we if you know, we look at we looked when we looked at Vegas and we're like, oh, they're gonna suck, and then all of a sudden, boom, out of nowhere, Stanley Cup finals. Is that gonna happen with Seattle? I don't think so, but um. They're probably going to take uh, a lot of people by surprise early on um, if teams don't uh, if teams take them lightly. With that being said, um, I like that they have uh, a bit of stability in net uh, with Dreger and Vanacek. Uh, it's a good one A and one B option with Vanacek uh, being uh, the younger the younger of the two. Um, I think St. Louis made a mistake. I, I you know what I mean. St. Louis, it was honest. It was it was honestly a lose lose situation because if they didn't get Tarasenko, they were going to get one of their defensemen. Vince Dunn is probably going to be going to is is going to be akin to what Shea to what uh, Shea the- to what Shea Theodore was for Vegas. He was basically given up 
to Seattle for 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 not for for nothing, and I think people are gonna are gonna underrate um, uh, his his production this this year. I think it's gonna be a breakout year for Vince Dunn. Um, am I biased a little because he played for for uh, for, uh, for our Niagara Ice Dogs um, back in the back in the day? Um, they have a good for they have a good they have a they have an all right forward core. I mean, sucks losing Jared Jared uh, sucks losing Jared Jared McCann when you already required him, acquired him. But you know, I tend not to overreact to it. You know, we got like literally we gave up a bag of pucks for him, and we protected we protected a solid uh, second line uh, sec- third line center that performed really well in the playoffs in Alex Kerfoot. Um, I think it's, you know, I think it's like, it is, it, it, it's sort of a position where it's like, you know what, it is what it is. If he goes, he goes that type, type of, type of, type of, type of thing. Um, but, um, uh, the other, the, there, the, there's another shrewd move that they made was bringing on Mark Giordano. Maybe he's going to decline a bit, but, but at least He's probably he's probably going to be put in the leadership uh, a leadership a leadership role to help uh, to help guide to help guide this team. But you know there were other players where you know uh, a lot of depth guys and minor pro guys that I wasn't too familiar of. Um, and but you know again um, same case with Vegas um, and and a lot and a lot of their, a lot of their players turned out all right, uh, notably uh, notably William Carlson. Um, but, but, but again, but again, um, you know, you can debate all you want about this draft, but it's all about how, uh, how, how the team plays together as a unit, how they're going to gel with, uh, the systems of Dave, of Dave, ha- of Dave Hackstall and what identity they're going to strive to build for, um, in, uh, um, uh, and you know, what Kraken hockey is going to be all to be all about. So those questions are probably going to be answered in the preseason or um, in, or, uh, or, in, or in the first few games, but you know, right now, you know, there, there, there is a lot of questions um, with, with, with the, with the, with the roster, but you know, you can't really start to answer them until you get into free agency and the, and, and the, and the first couple games of the season. So my take is like interesting roster, couple shrewd, deci- couple shrewd decisions, Good, good, bad, or otherwise, we'll see how um, we'll we'll see what their ident- what their identity is, and how well um, and how and how well well they play coming into October. No, and it's uh, it's very interesting to see that you know the like you said a lot of safe picks. Um, considering that, <clears throat> yes, you could argue that they have to take on the contract, and that uh, you know not necessarily it's it sometimes you have to take a risk, but um. When you're when you're a new franchise, you have to get fans excited, right? You have to get, you have to build that interest in your team. What's wrong? Oh, you are kidding me. Blue Jays bullpen blue again. That's great. That's just great. It is. It is what it is, Willie. Man, offense is dragging them. Just pitching, just. <sighs> Sorry to put. It is what it is. So one that game, but off. I think they walked. I think it's what I think uh, it was a walk off. Unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, Willie Orton. Sports fan till the day he dies. Get back to Toronto soon enough, man. No. Playing for the Toronto. 
home boost or something like that this year. But um, again, we'll see. We shall see. I uh, know, but like I was saying, I think you, I think you gotta, um, you gotta take a couple risks. I think you need to be aggressive in the picks you make to get uh, fans excited. Man, imagine if it took price just, just, for, I, just, just cause they're like, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's like you're exposing price. Bet, take them. But I, I don't know why didn't they? That's my, that's my question. Well, I mean, it's probably because of his, it's probably because of his contract. Like yeah okay, but you're getting a one of the greatest goalies of all time. I know, but to be fair, historically, goalies that have made a lot of money, um, in their on their on their contracts, historically long term, it doesn't bode it do, it doesn't bode well, and I think that's what the Kraken were thinking here. But um, you know, uh, I look at a guy like Vladimir Tarasenko, and you know, <clears throat> unless he explicitly said. I I'm not going to Seattle. Then you know I I don't I don't I don't I don't, I I don't think I don't know why you wouldn't take that risk and go after his and go after his U, Uf, UFA UFA rights. But there's a chance that you might lose them. So I think Seattle was like, okay, let's go over let's let's go with the guys that we know we can get. But you know you would love to, you would have liked to see a more risk adverse just. Uh, just to get the headlines going, but um, you know, um, sometimes sometimes playing it safe is the right call. But we'll see um, if it if it if it if it is the right call once uh, we once we uh, start evaluating this 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 hockey club. No, and um, the one I have to ask you about is uh, Jeremy Lazan. I think that might one might have been one of their better picks. I like Lazan. It's it, yeah. I, I that's that's an, that's an interest that's an interesting that's an interesting pick. Uh, to, um, again, it's like it, it, it's like you know, picks are picks are picks. They're like magic beans. We will see how they pan out in the context of how <clears throat> how the team how. No, and and I agree. Um. I, I just think that I just think that they should have been more aggressive, man. I think not taking I think not taking right. Landeskog was a big mistake. Yeah. Do you, do you know where they hit a home run though? I want to um, say Aberley. No, 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 no. Um, for a mistake. Great grinder. Love to see it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. No. Yawn. I was gonna say Yanni Gord's another one. What what a player he is. What a player he is. Turned into an absolute um while play, while playing for Tampa. His speed his speed, physicality, combined combined with the fact that he has a good set of hands on him, is gonna make him an integral part of that of the He's a great pickup. I don't know why you're protecting Cal Clarebuck and Matt Martin over Josh Bailey and Jordan Everly. Um, I think those players are way more important to the Islander, the Island, the Island, the Islander's success than those two guys. With all due respect, um, but like Everly and Gord, great pickups, underrated, un- underrated pickups. 
I think Colin Blackwell coming off a great season with the with the with the Rangers. Um, he could he could surprise in the third line in the third line checking role. Uh, Larson he doesn't get talked about enough. Um, uh, he's a solid solid defenseman that will provide a lot of stability to the Seattle to the Seattle. Um, defensive core. I'm not sure what I'm, I'm not sure why Edmonton chose to chose to resign him and give up assets for a declining Duncan Keith and send Caleb Jones the other the other way. Uh, uh, and then the other other and then another pick that uh, stood out to me um, was John was Jonas Donskoy, dependable player for the Sharks now Sharks now and fairly. That surprised me though. The draft was a Morgan Geeky uh, from the Carolina Hurricanes. Francis did with Neil Niederreiter and um, with Neil Niederreiter on, on, on the table. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why I didn't take uh, take, uh, take them. Again, I'm not. But I mean, uh, I mean, you know, if that player is over, is, um, is for the taking. Your your, solu- your solution is um, you know to go up and uh, and you know there's a couple forwards uh, up here that you know don't really uh, that you know I haven't even heard of uh, Carson Twarns- Twarnski, uh from the Flyers is a, a name I haven't I think he played for the AHL squad but I mean I can available with Carolina I'm not sure why you wouldn't uh, go after. We'll, we'll, we'll again. Uh, uh, it's just playing that we will see game um, and what uh, and what we can and what uh, this ident- what the identity of this hockey club is. I'm just excited to see their uh, to see to see their jerseys because um, uh, their uniforms look the uniforms look clean. Ice ice blue third jersey. Merchandise sales for that for that jersey. If they if they. be off the charts. No, I, I agree. I think the jersey looks good. Um, I think I think they still got a lot of room to grow. I think they're going to make a lot of trades. You know, now that um, now that free agency's kind of started and teams are kind of taking shots and moving players around. I think it. I think they'll make a couple moves. I think Jack Eichel is a star that they'll definitely be looking at to grab. Um, I think Bufflin, you know, he could be another guy that could look at the grab if everything kind of pans out. Um, I think they could look at. Uh, I, I'm gonna go. Up, I'm gonna go bold. Um, I think Drysital, you know, could be a could be a guy they could look to trade for. I think you offer Edmonton the right, the right mindset, the right picks, the right money, and it could happen. Uh, I think, I think it's gonna be interesting to see how it pans out. Um, in terms of what they're gonna do. Um, in terms of what they're gonna do with their, uh, with their players and their picks, but I think, I think a lot of moves are in store. 
and it's going to be interesting to see how Ron Francis plays it out. Um, you know, given just his his overall draft report, a lot of people are saying that he's a little bit soft um, for what he did. Um, I think he might have a bigger plan. I think the draft might have been just to kind of throw some people off. And I think within the next couple of weeks, we're going to see exactly what this Kraken team's all about. Um, in terms of how aggressive they get, we'll have to find out in two weeks. Um, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they try to, you know, you know, go for a, go for the bigger uh, slice of the pie. the hell I'm having these mic issues, but uh, we move forward. We move forward. It is what it is. But no, like I was saying, I think um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how aggressive the Kraken do get within the next couple of weeks. Um, yep. I think Ron Francis has a lot of people, um, you know, kind of down his back now, considering what they did at the draft. Um, and I think how aggressive they get might be an indication of how, how far in they're into, you know, going for the cup their first year in the league. Yeah, well, again, um, we'll, 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 you know, I think that, like, that aggressiveness will probably, um, if not in free agency, maybe like to see like 20 to 25. Um, it's either A, they tank for better prospects, or, you know, B, they're in a, in a play, in a playoff position, like we all expected. But, um, I mean, um, you know, in terms of prospects, uh, you know, um, you could, you, you could, you could see a guy like Matty Beniers, uh, make, making the team, but I mean, you know, I'd recommend he'd not, he, he, he'd not, he'd not rush his time to the NHL. If they think he's fully ready, sure. But, you know, maybe, t- maybe take, maybe, you know, take an extra year for, for, de- for, de- for development, or if he's place him in the AHL. Um, that's place him in the AHL. That's what um, that's what Byfield and Akil Thomas did um, this this year to this year to hone the to hone their, to hone their development. Um, so he he can he can bring to the team he can he can bring. Um, but you know I wouldn't be surprised if you know he uh, they give him another year um, to uh, to develop to develop his game before he makes the big leap to the pros. No, and I, and I, and I agree. Um, I think, I think what we might have to look at here is um, what stars become available in the next couple of days. Cause apparently Eichel might be on the move. Uh, New York, LA, those guys are all looking at him. Um, you know, Marner is one of those guys that they have no problem. I think at least might have no issues dealing for the right price. I, I think, I think, that's a serious, serious um,
yeah, although it is speculation, I, I think it's something that they have to um, have to consider, right? If you're Buffalo, make, you know, mock, mock, mock. Yeah, 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 like it, 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 you know, it's 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 those tough decisions where you know you, you don't you know um, you gotta fit you, you got you gotta fit you gotta figure out where you're at. You're in a rebuild, um, and you know is trade is is trade is trading Eichel worth it? And if it is, you gotta pull the, you gotta pull the plug and um, you know uh, start and 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 start building properly with good picks and good prospects. Um, uh, well, they, they, they've think- taken a good step. They've taken a good step. Power, but I mean, um, uh, we've, we've heard the asking prices, it's a lot, so we'll be getting a lot of assets coming back. But again, um, it's a question of if that if that will happen. I, I think no matter what you give Buffalo, I think Buffalo will always be the laughing stock of the league, if I'm being quite honest. Um, no disrespect to any Buffalo fans, but I think if you want to tell a team. A new team in the NHL will not to do. It's what Buffalo's doing, and that's wasting talent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a lot of issues going on in 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 in, in, in Saberland, and it was that was after Leaf fans started uh, invading Key Bank Key Bank Arena or ACC 2.0. <laughs> oh, that, hey, hey, that's that's. I'll give you that one any day of the week. A lot of Leaf fans make that trip down, and I'm. Hopefully, with uh, a lot, with true, a, lot, a, lot a lot, truly fans though, a lot truly fans. I'll make that trip down any day. Jeez, I, I made the trip down. Uh, I made the trip down when uh, McKayev, McKayev made the lineup. That's that. That's that's the worth of the price of admission. Just seeing Ilya McKayev, like no, it was it was worth the uh, hundred dollars that we spent to sit behind the net. Ayo, yeah, it was, it was good, good tickets. Pretty good price that runs you like that doesn't that that'll run you like I don't know an ungodly amount at uh, in 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 Tor- in, in, Tor- in, Tor- in Toronto in Toronto to an arm a leg just to even get to the game, let alone behind the net. <laughs> You're probably lucky just to be sit to be sitting up in the uh, in in the in the green in the greens in the greens for that price. Well, you're lucky if you even get to stay outside the arena and watch on the jumbotron. <laughs> Oh, I've done that. I've I've been there, done that. Yeah, we we both have. Really, it's a good fucking time. I'll tell you that. Oh, game um, five, game five, pouring was rain. Was it game five? Oh, I yeah. feel like it was game five. Yeah, twenty nineteen, game five, pouring rain. Matthew scores with like six, like ten to eight minutes to go in the, in the third period when it was tied nil nil. Everyone was going absolutely crazy. And I was chilled, but just an unbelievable, unbelievable experience. Um, it was, man. It was. Um, what I will remember is, uh, you know, thinking that it was going to be over in Game Six, and then, uh, you know, game little six. did we know. Let, yeah, little not, did we not, know. Let's not, let's not talk about that. Let's I know it was, that. and I'm looking forward to hopefully, you know, they have everything kind of running again. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I know, I know, a lot of stuff's opening back up, and I'm, I'm excited to, uh, you know, go back down and you know enjoy myself with the, the Spima guys, and uh, hopefully we get to do it again. Um, hey, get, get some, get some golf, get some golf, get some golfer. I'm, I'm playing tomorrow with Curtis Fisher. They're playing up at a, I put a Riverview in my, in my hey, favorite, my new know. favorite city, Fenwick, yeah, Ontario. Fenwick, where? 
Where's that? <laughs> Willie, it's, a, it's the hidden gem of the Niagara region. Interesting. Check it out. Fish, he's a, he's a good he's a good golf he's a good golfer, eh? Holy crap! Yeah, he, the scores he po- he's posting, unbelievable. This guy. Yeah, he's a you know he takes me he takes uh he take he kicks my shit in pretty good. Tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, I don't I mean I don't blame him when you're shanking him like fifty yards into the woods, buddy. Uh, hey, listen, I'm not going <laughs> to disagree with you on that. I'm not going to disagree <laughs> with you on that, Willie. Not gonna give, uh, not gonna give you the slightest bit of grief with that. Um, oh my gosh! Completely it's, agree. What a what what keep what keeps you going is just the is just the occasional is just good shots where it's oh. like where, where where it's like finally I have a grasp on this game. Let's go. Let's get a good approach shot, and you duff it. Oh, and really, that, the amount of, and the that amount of ladies and gentlemen, and that ladies and gentlemen is how golf works. Listen, a wise man once said, a bad day of golf beats a good day at work. <laughs> and you know that, you know that, Willie, you know that. Yeah, nothing, nothing, be, nothing beats golf, nothing beats golfing with the fellas. I, I, t- I, 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 I tell you, especially in Niagara, golf courses, no matter where you go to, pristine. I absolutely love it. pristine. I, I generally think it's the best area to golf in. Yeah, here and up and, north. Uh, and and you, and you know what's probably one of the better courses uh, is your personal favorite on uh, on the Niagara Go- Gorge, a uh, little whirlpool golf course action there, buddy. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, if you're looking to you know uh, have people play right behind you, then uh, you know be overbooked and play a six hour round. Then I mean, go for it. If that's what you're into. Six hour round? You, you guys said a six hour round? Oh, uh, Willie! It, played, felt, it felt like a six-hour round, Willie. Come on, when I when I when I played when I played there, we ran out and uh, in just and just in uh, just over four hours. Maybe maybe it was a less busy day, but uh, I don't know. I've had uh, I gave Willpool two tries and they failed me both. Um, I can't give them a third because then they're just taking my money from me. How many breakfast balls? Did you- oh, Willie! It looked like a buffet with the amount of breakfast balls I had. Oh I'll tell my you that god! Much. Oh my god! I'll tell you that much, Willie Oid. As long as you're enjoying yourself on the go- on the golf course, that's that's all that's that's all that's all that matters. Golf's a golf's a hard game to golf's a hard game to get in to get into, um, you know. Um, and I mean, especially considering it can be so so frustrating. But you know, uh, as as long as you know, as long as you keep playing, you like the game, uh, regardless of your score, and you keep and you and you keep and you keep coming back. You know, that's, 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 that's what, that's, that's what, that's what counts. No, and I completely agree with you. And uh, I'm looking forward to getting around in soon um, with you and the fellows. we got to do one, one big one with all the boys. Uh, you know, the Canada Day, we had another big one, you know, the yearly tradition of playing on Canada Day. Um, it was a good time. You know, uh, Curtis kind of kicked my shit in. Um, you know, Adriano apparently, Adriano had to pick up the bill. It was uh, it was a tough. I lost twenty bucks to Sutter. Um, but that was a good time. I enjoyed myself thoroughly. Uh, we get to, we'll hopefully we get to do it again next year. Uh, this time hopefully closer to home. We'll meet in the middle maybe. Have all the boys down for a weekend and uh, we'll uh, we'll call it a day. Definitely, definitely. Well, listen, man. 
It's great. It was honestly uh, thanks again for inviting me on the show. Great to see talk some Seattle Kraken, little golf, and uh, shoot the breeze. I appreciate it. Anytime, Good Willie. Ladies and gentlemen, Willie, thank you for joining us. I'm looking forward to seeing you in September, and uh, we'll no see you problem. soon. All right, buddy. Take care. Have a good one. You as well.